This is just a little warning that we do speak about calories in this podcast. So if that's something that you find triggering, then please feel free to click off and go and listen to another one of our podcasts instead. hello hi guys welcome back to inside out growth we're back here together finally it feels so nice to be back together like in the studio yeah Mm. i'm actually using proper microphones we've got an upgraded system so hopefully this sounds better for you guys but this is just super exciting i'm so happy does sound really good i can like hear my own voice a bit and it it sounded like crisp yeah and the (laughs) the switchboard is quite like colorful but she looks like dj death i I literally was about to say that i'm like i'm in the dj booth right now Mm um yeah so molly and i both back back at uni together um i know we've been a bit here there and everywhere but it's so nice to kind of just be back in a really nice environment where it's really social, lots happening at the moment, which we talked about last week, prioritizing social situations over potential routines that could hold you back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, speaking of social social situations, you want to talk about Molly's win of the week? My win of the week. Um, so I've been having a dilemma for like the past three four weeks because I have like my final college ball coming up next Friday and I just haven't been able to find a dress and I've like ordered so many online none look great like I had in my head the vision I wanted like something yeah. a little bit like daring yeah leg slip bit of a plunge going on but I couldn't find anything and um at my college they run this amazing scheme called um called castle dresses and you basically can borrow um a dress dress from there like huge collection of dresses uh for free to wear to the ball and I went along today not thinking I was going to find anything but basically ended up finding this like insane stunning stunning dress and sustainable exactly but I felt like a film star in it so that's my win of the week it is so nice and also when you've got facilities it can be a little bit hard to find the right dress literally it was the big boobs I was (laughs) like I have massive boobs and they were just not like I was spilling out everywhere and all the dresses I ordered online like had to wear a bra with backless ones and I just thought that's not really the vibe it's actually stunning actually I can imagine it's kind of similar to in a way the color what you wore to my birthday and you looked so yeah, bad. so yeah. I'm so excited to see the pictures. Go on, Paris. Hit us with your win of the week. Um, my win of the week would definitely be just saying yes to more things. Like re- going through my camera on the past two days, especially there'd be things. Honestly, last time I maybe would say, okay, well, I need um a night off, like going out and socializing. I need to reset and things like that. But everyone, the sun's out. Everyone's happy. Everyone's social and. Like, for example, we had drinks at this really fun Mexican place the other night, which I didn't need to go to. I was knackered, but I just thought, you know what, like, say yes. And honestly, had the best time. So fun. And just seeing other events that I've done this week, even just having nice picnics with friends and just enjoying their company and making memories have been so fun. And I know it sounds quite cliche and silly and probably what we've said before, but it's just been so nice to kind of reflect on an area of growth that I think this summer compared to last has been super, super exciting. So that's 
definitely been a huge win for me absolutely smashed it I think it's so important just yeah. to like do what, what makes you happy yeah for sure and I think also not exercising at the moment has left me with a lot of free time that I didn't have before like I went on a very long walk the other day and like that was like an hour and a half chunk out of my day and I was like whoa that's like that is what my life like used to be like which is good I'm happy that I'm having a break as well but I've just also been able to see that I am using my time productively in terms of not sitting around sulking that I can't exercise. I'm like, okay, well, I'll find something else to do. And, like, just being with friends, I think, has been a huge um, motivator for me to just enjoy my time and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, you haven't lost anything rather yeah. than substituting. So like, yeah, for sure. In a sense, like, you haven't been able to exercise and you could easily just, like, if you used the time that you used to spend exercise, yeah. exercising, as you said, just sulking. But yeah. you haven't, like, picking yourself up is yeah. such, such growth. And and I also have been really focusing on kind of the confident side of things, like, trying not to let my body determine how I feel about myself because I think we've both said this before, your body image actually doesn't depend on what your body looks like. It depends on where your head is at that day Mm. your body does fluctuate don't get me wrong but it's not normally that visible to the eye unless you're like bloating and things like that but it really just is dependent on where your mindset is that day so using that to kind of just know that I'm going and doing things and just feeling really confident in myself because I'm feeling myself constantly with happy thoughts and just positivity which has actually made it huge different to my mindset so I'm trying to make a proactive change because I could be injured and and I want to come away knowing that I've done something proactive with this extra time and things like that yeah no that's so good and definitely definitely agree there yeah but how's your back oh yeah the back the back injured gals the back injured gals (laughs) Yeah, no. So I had like a month of training legs, which I thought was going to be really hard. Um, and I was kind of scared um, because I don't know, it was, it was part of my routine. It was like yeah. two and a half sessions of my week. So I yeah. was like, this is a lot of like um, compromise, cu- yeah, and a lot of cutting down and whatever. But I did it. I pulled I pulled through and now my back is actually fine. <laughs> Short term pain, long term gain. Exactly. So resting was actually really productive. And I was also so paranoid that I was like, gonna lose all my progress it wasn't like yeah. a serious thought because I every time I had that thought I would just ground myself and I'd be like and you know that's, that's just science not behind it yeah too. that just doesn't happen doesn't work like that and um it's actually funny because after having this month off my glutes have actually grown which no is way. yeah which is then a sign to me that I was overtraining yes so now that's now I've like insane. gone in yeah I've gone into this like new block like completely reduced how much I was training legs yeah um, I trained two sessions two days a week but um one's like a fairly like not that it takes like half an hour to do the session and then like the other one is like an hour long session um so hopefully that will like help the growth I mean I've been learning a lot about overtraining recently just with like my PT qualification and everything and there are definitely some um symptoms of definitely with some symptoms of overtraining um just in the sense that my glutes weren't growing that much and obviously like becoming injured and like not really feeling like up to doing the workout is also a sign there as well so growth growth in all directions for sure <laughs> like you commendable because being there still there it's not nice but no but really, it, it'll really pass mature. it will pass 100 um another thing that i also 
if anyone's injured or going through a bit of a hard time I know some people that I've spoken to recently or seen on Instagram that do listen to this podcast they are injured or um, having to undergo a few weeks of rest um, that isn't really good podcast sorry to plug someone else by Diary of a CEO it's called the Glucose Queen or Glucose Trap or something and basically she had a horrific injury and then basically utilized all her free time to learn more and develop more as a person so I think that's also a really really good one to listen to sorry to plug something else no I completely agree any bad situation there's always good you and have like, to Otherwise yeah it's gonna be then that's yeah it's just gonna be double double bad um but anyway rack track rack track rack track okay you go first <laughs> I'm going for this week just the sun's out sun's been shining they don't don't really know what it's been doing the past two days yeah I'm kind of like there's more bad days <laughs> than good days in the weather but that's yeah. okay we'll utilise a good one we can see past it is um, cheerleader and it reminds me of year nine summer like when oh, I was in year nine at school cool. it was like the song of the summer and I'd like walk into my form room every every day in the summer like just with this song blasting through my headphones and I've like brung it brung it is that a word brung it back brought it back brought it back yeah brought it back. brought it back into my life yeah. <laughs> this summer so year nine me to now third year finishing uni me is absolutely loving cheerleader. Oh, I love that. Like, the start, like, it's when, like, pop anthology. You remember yes. that? Yes. <laughs> That's, like, such a nostalgic part of life. Um, yeah, I love <laughs> that one. Mine would be, I'm in the Fred again at the moment. I think because it's, I mean, not, yeah, it's just more of, like, a chill. You can put it on for anything. Sex attack, though, guys. Can I just, that was my last week one, but please listen to it because it's so good. <laughs> um, this one would be Danielle, um, Smile on My Face by Fred again. It's weird wording can't lie my friend was um told this boy she's like oh yeah it's a good song he goes looks at the lyrics and goes oh i hope you're right maddie these lyrics are quite <laughs> intense and yeah anyway very good song really enjoy it yeah so today's episode we're gonna get into it quite a long intro but yeah. we've got a lot to catch up on yeah we haven't done the podcast together for ages now so i know this is so fun i'm really enjoying this vibes mm-hmm. giving me a lot of serotonin today um okay so we're kind of going to speak about the importance of feeling yourself when it comes to being in quite a busy lifestyle university lifestyle how to do it on a budget the importance of certain food groups and what happens slash what you should not leave out yeah I think then first and foremost we are absolutely not on the anti-carb train Uh, I've seen uh, that come up so I don't know about you Paris my Instagram is like randomly again so full of like like, um like don't or yeah like carb free like oh, keto stuff and i'm just like why like you must genuinely have no energy to do anything in your life yeah but the thing is also when you're in that you don't you don't actually know you're in it until you're out of it do you yeah, know what i mean yeah that's so true which is so sad like yeah. bread is one of my not well, bread obviously it's multiple forms of carbs <laughs> but bread is honestly top 10 things in life that makes you happy i think it's up there mm. honestly when you go to France or like, okay, that sounds really annoying. But when you go to like somewhere where they like serve food on like bread when you first arrive, I'm like, <laughs> the rug to, Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. There's no butter. I was so upset. Oh no, there's butter on our table. Uh, yeah, not cool. Last night also no butter. Whatever. But yeah, no. I think like just first and foremost before we get into anything else, like if you're finding that your um, Instagram or your socials are, are full of like all of a sudden keto people if you see the word keto my advice is run 
Yeah. Unless like an actual doctor, medical professional has told you that you need to try the keto diet because some health problems, I think if you're, if you have like diabetes as a child or something, it can help because of like glucose yeah, yeah, yeah. regulation. But like, unless you have been to an actual certified medical person, um, don't do keto. No, it's <laughs> bad for you, soz, without, yeah. without having carbs. But again, unless you're a medical professional. Um, I think another thing to also look out for is, um, in general, just low-calorie diet. Yeah, low-calorie diet. The 1,200 train. Oh, my God, yeah. First stop, or just jump out the window. Even, like, (laughs) to think, this time last year, I was, like, not not last year, this time two years ago, I was eating, like, 1,800 to 2,000, well, trigger-warning calories, but, like... (laughs) but (laughs) we'll put it at the start but um yeah and i'd like to think i was eating what would be classed as like a normal amount of like this time two years ago and it was just not enough so you know your diet is so specific to yourself and i think there's definitely warning signs you can look out for for yourself so um things like hair loss and yeah but again like they are they are things that you don't as paris said you don't really like notice until you're out of it yeah for sure like I'm always admiring Molly's hair. It's so thick and luscious and beautiful. Thanks. And even she said, like, it was never like this before. Yeah. If you saw me this time two years ago, it was, like, ratty, falling out. Like, yeah. But I just My didn't... skin was, like, grey. It yeah. was so ugly. Oh, my Sorry. God. The skin change is Sorry, it's not ugly, but it wasn't my best No, look. but, like, compared to now, yeah. like, you can really you glow see... different. Yeah, you can see the difference, I think. And, like, oh, yeah. Because, for example, when talking about calories... Um, a baby between I think it's like one and three should be having I think 1200 or more 12 uh, a baby 1200 yeah oh my god between one and three or something like that because obviously they're developing they're growing yeah that's what they need if you are a 21 or 18 year old female or male eating what a baby should be eating your body is gonna have to shut down and you lose things like period which also means that you become infertile mm. meaning that it could harm a lot of us yeah you can't have babies that's one repercussion but there's a lot of repercussions down the line that i think we both had to be hyper aware of like potential things that can come into your life when you're 60 mm. and older than that because your um uh, progesterone estrogen levels which are the things that kind of facilitate that menstrual cycle aren't balanced which can kind of onset early menopause and things like that which is not good so and just like your bone health yeah for sure you increased chance of osteoporosis yeah yeah stress fractures Mm -hmm. which means yeah broken bones and if exercise is your thing if you've got broken bones you're gonna be able to exercise so yeah um yeah that's another good one actually you know you can really tell if you're um eating enough or not if you're a woman because um if you're not often you will lose your period and it can be a hard thing for Mm to regain and obviously it is really important to regain if your health um and mentally quite hard because your friends are talking about it your <laughs> yeah. friends are kind of like almost complaining sometimes which is so fine like it's a way of life cramps all these things are horrific and like obviously it's just how female unfortunately have to live but in a way I think be grateful when you do have your period because it kind of is a physical sign that your body is working it is in tune with itself um and every i have a friend that actually recently just got her period back um after some health complications and she said she's never felt more in tune with her body 
and it's all aligned and she can structure her training around reg- regular cycle and the female body bible is actually an incredible book you would love it actually. Mm. um and it's kind of talks about everything there is to know about female and sport and sport science and how our bodies work um because as we've talked about before there is a huge kind of differentiation in the information that's supplied by male and females in terms of sports science i think it was something like 6.5 percent of spawn and exercise studies in science are utilizing females see that's just so like, bad and then what and they, it's jumped yeah. less than two percent in the last two years and they get concerned why like female athletes have so many like health know, problems and just aren't in like aren't in regulation yeah it's it's actually incredible yeah no that is that is really really bad um but it's an yeah as said like a lost period is an indicator of potential yeah. health yeah um, go to a GP, guys. Yeah, go to a GP. <laughs> even GP, because I'm, I'm not slating the NHS or anything, but uh, some more specialised help is normally needed rather than the GP. Get to the guy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just say how it is. Um, yeah, so I think when we talk more about also where both students, obviously cost of living crisis, all these things, um, being able to feel optimally sometimes is really hard. You've got someone also like Molly who is like so good on her intake and she even says that she can't go to bed without like having her maximum macros and does <laughs> what she needs for a big bum. Um, but it's expensive. Don't yeah, get us wrong. Yeah. And to fit those macros and those that high protein as well as getting your carbs and fats in, like it's difficult. Um, so we want to talk about the importance of these food groups um, when you are going through this situation and you shouldn't come up with an excuse to just leave them out because they're too expensive yeah I think like just for anybody regardless of whether you exercise or not having a balanced diet is so important and by Mm. that I mean like with every meal kind of having your balance of carbs fats and proteins yeah yeah um carbs for example that's your bread sources like things like your pasta cereals um cereals with fats you've got oils um avocado avocado nuts protein obviously you've got like um vegan things vegetarian things like soy um yeah like soy tempeh tempeh tofu yeah and then you've got your obviously normal meats um so basically just making sure that your meal is a good balance of of those i know that another trend on social media is having like zucchini pasta yeah instead of pasta like yeah, instead it's not of a like substitute your, it's a salad not, yeah like <laughs> if you want to have zucchini pasta go ahead but make sure you've got some normal pasta as well on yeah. the plate too so you or know, another carb source yeah so if, if you fancy if you think like it's really cool how they shred the zucchini pasta because i do actually think it's quite satisfying to yeah, watch yeah. those videos it is really cool. <laughs> just get some like tuna bit of pasta mayo yeah, make it like a pasta salad. whatever yeah then do your zucchini noodles on top but yeah absolutely um <laughs> di- no. ditch just the noodles another thing as well just because i've been like doing a lot of work on this is like sorting out your sources of protein because I know a lot of people are like oh you know I go to the gym I eat a lot of protein but there's this kind of like misinformation as to what actually is like a protein source so you have like complete and incomplete proteins mm-hmm, I mean mm-hmm, you probably mm-hmm, know this too with yeah um, no, sport, I love this with sports and exercise science um but you know complete proteins are the things like your lean meats incomplete proteins are things like um lentils mm-hmm. um and so you often have to like add more to 
um, to the incomplete proteins to make them sort of more complete. So for example, um, having like beans by themselves, like having a like a bowl of baked beans, mm. um, like it's about 10 grams of protein in that. And um, by what I mean is like as an incomplete protein is it doesn't, um, it's missing some amino acids basically. Um, so it's like if you're just having sort of like if you're a vegan or a vegetarian and you, you're seeing a protein source um, as the beans, making sure that you have something else as well, maybe some like wholemeal toast to like add to the to that protein source to make it more complete. So it's just basically like focusing on what, what you can add to meals. And I do completely understand that it's a lot harder for vegans and vegetarians to, yeah. to smash their protein intakes. Yeah and to, to be getting the right amounts of the sort of complete proteins as well and it is quite complex but um like my mom the other day she saw me eating some nuts and she like had a bowl of nuts and she was like oh god I'll get loads of protein in those yeah and I was like actually there's it's such not. a common misconception there's like about two grams in this yeah. bowl and it was yeah. just like a kind of like a snack pot yeah. thing that yeah. I'd, I'd just put together um so I think just getting getting to know what food you like but like also kind of getting to grips with um like what they're what they're doing for you like yeah making, that makes you kind of um want to be a bit more thoughtful in what you are putting in your body yeah because you can know what it's doing for you and if you are going through a little bit of a hard time at the moment I think educating yourself on kind of what the role of your carbs your fats and your proteins are because you have to think every mouthful it's nourishing my body it's mm. facilitating this system um and things like that like eating well will do nothing but fuel you to mm. be the best person you can be and that comes with body image that comes with energy that comes to the person you give out um yeah no I completely agree and even like I like that that kind of thing about every you know bite thinking yeah. about what it's doing for your body um because that's just with any food like mm. it's not food specific it's not like oh, I'm eating a banana this is so good for me yeah. it's so healthy like it's yeah. when you're eating that Belgian bun yeah when you're eating that yeah. brownie yeah. you know it's because it's something that you love I'm like, rewarding myself my soul exactly the serotonin from that yeah and um th I mean it's like I will stand by the fact that like cake is good for you. Oh my! Obviously, God. if you had it in like large quantities, maybe not because like it, you know, you're not going to get your protein from it yeah. or whatever. Um, but I eat like cakes, biscuit, yeah. crisps type things every single day, yeah. just because of like the mind benefits. <laughs> and well, they do have like, I mean, there's carbohydrates in them. Yeah, plenty of sure. carbohydrates. There's, there's, there's definitely nutritional value. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, carrot cake. That's, oh that's hitting a lot. You got the olive oil. You got the carrot. Exactly. You got the sugar. You got mm -hmm. everything. But also something that actually I was on the phone to my grandma yesterday. And I was like, oh, Nan, I've been going out a lot recently. Like, she goes, oh, Paris, like, you're so good on your nutrition, like, all this stuff. I was like, yeah, I know. But, like, obviously, balance, obviously, I think is a very common misconception with the um, older generation that can think that. She said, okay, well, you know that alcohol depletes all of your nutrition. So make sure you're fueling yourself the next day and replenishing that, which... Sounds very simplistic, but when I think about it, it's quite true. And it's kind of like everything I'm intaking is actually nourishing me. Mm. So if I've had a big night the night before, I want to make sure that it, I don't want to go and have, like I don't know, a bowl of broccoli because it's like green and nutritious. But 
it also was like things like that that like just make me feel a bit more replenished and like yeah. having like a nice big pasta salad with like lots of vitamins and minerals to kind of replenish what potentially I could have lost the night before because mm. for those who don't know um alcohol actually has no nutritional value and by nutritional value that's kind of the breakdown of what is inside it so there is in a lot of things um and a lot of spirits and things like that there is no nutritional value so zero fat zero carbs zero protein for example you've got beer who which actually does have a bit more fat in it than um other alcoholic drinks but there is no nutritional value in it so that's kind of where i'm coming from it's not a bad thing take it from mm. molly and i we drink like <laughs> we're living we the drink life. a lot yeah, yeah. We, we do but we also are in like good shape like yeah you know it looks like we go to the gym yeah you know, we've made we've also these are the most important things and the most important times of your life this is where you meet your i don't know bridesmaids your best friends your mm -hmm. godfathers your godfathers to your children like this is kind of where you have to just fully dive in the deep end and unfortunately drinking is part of it and yeah i think it's, it is hard because i i know a lot of people who um are against alcohol not because mm. of like um like genuine reasons i mean obviously you know for some people there are religious barriers yeah, 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 or sure. actual like health barriers in terms of medication but i do know a lot of people um who don't drink because of this like whole like fear yeah. of yeah. and undoubtedly like like two years ago i probably was the same like i would say no or i wouldn't drink as much as like yeah. perhaps i wanted to and i honestly like do think that if you do drink like if it's a if it's something that you can do mm. you know without these health or um, religious barriers or whatever then like absolutely <laughs> it just makes life a little bit more yeah. fun you know you don't need alcohol to ha be happy or enjoy yourself but it just it adds a bit of yeah, bit of spontaneity no, who knows what's agree. gonna happen <laughs> i'm a complete whole other person with a whole same. different confidence set yeah. when i have but in a, i think it's quite fun yeah, i've no, had like I the do. best few nights recently yeah not that again not that alcohol you need alcohol to have fun but i've had the best time. i wouldn't be in the situations i've been in if i hadn't had the alcohol because yeah. like, they just make me like like mm. loads more spontaneous mm, me too i would just do funny things that like my like normal brain probably wouldn't do or wouldn't think to do literally <laughs> last night we, we we went to this ball and we got home but we were going out after we like stopped at the kebab shop i got like a box of chips my friend got a wrap we were like okay refueled let's go <laughs> this is literally like 12 30 when we went out after which is normally i think that's also a thing people sometimes scared like oh no when i get drunk i get really hungry and i eat crap but at the end of the day life's about balance replenish mm. yourself the next day make sure you're getting a balanced meal the next day with have that breakfast start the day off strong i think this is something we've spoken about before as yeah. well like yeah you might wake up feeling a bit hungover or out of routine or whatever but that is when you just go okay i'm going to start the day my body knows what's about to go in it and resetting the day it's ready to restructure itself don't start by skipping breakfast because i had hot chips at 1 a.m last night like you go in and you have i don't know this morning i had like i was quite gourmet actually i had like mushrooms on toast with two eggs and stuff. oh slay it was oh, really yummy but point is like normally i would have porridge so i would like start the day kick start my breakfast my body's like okay it's getting the nutrients it needs it's getting back into routine just start it stuff soft and treat your body right i think it's, yeah just like don't restrict it's yeah. like is the key i think we've probably both learned the hard way that mm -hmm. restricting the next day is never a good idea yeah. you know if you wake up and 
you're thinking, oh God, I have my chips at 1am, so maybe I just shouldn't have breakfast today. <laughs> but then you'll get to the evening, you're still going to be hungry and yeah. then you'll just like be in a worse mindset because you're like, oh God, if I just ate breakfast, I wouldn't be so yeah. ravenous now. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be yeah. searching around, like trying, you know, to... Yeah, because then it wouldn't be on the back in the back of your mind. Exactly, exactly. Mm. You just wouldn't be thinking about it. So key take home from that is fuel yourself. Yeah. Fuel yourself properly. And I mean, don't restrict ever. I mean, whether it's... You've been on holiday, whether you've gone on a night out, whether mm. you've had a meal out with friends, a little bit out of routine, just get back to normal when you can and you'll yeah. be grand. Like nothing, nothing bad's going to happen from it. It also, and this is kind of what you were saying, going back to just back a little bit when you were saying that, oh, I'll be rummaging the kitchen in the evening. The, honestly, at the amount of times that I like in the past haven't eaten breakfast and then I've after dinner had like three bowls of cereal i'm like i could have literally just had that in the morning and structured my day properly and then had one bowl of cereal tonight i had one bowl in the morning one mm. bowl after dinner and i'm still hungry great value treat yourself honor your hunger but like it is way better to just structure your day how you know in your heart you you know in your heart of hearts what you should do and i think reminding yourself of where you where what value is going to to be added of me skipping breakfast mm. actually rethink okay there's not gonna be much value but what's gonna be the value if i do have breakfast i'm restarting my day breakfast is the most important meal of the day because it sets you up and it, that, that's a very like f- nuanced quote but breakfast is the most, impo- most important meal of the day basically means that it like restarts your digestive system it kicks into action you're making yourself feel full and satiated for lunch and it kind of sets you up for the day. It's not just like you're hu- most hungry in the morning. So it's the most important meal of the day because it makes the biggest difference. It makes the biggest difference a lot in internally bodily functions as mm. well. Yeah, like people who say, oh, I, you know, I don't eat breakfast because I'm not hungry. Just because you're not necessarily hungry doesn't mean your body doesn't need it. Also, yeah. I think it's a really good way of like making sure you're in routine. You know, if we go back to sort of this like hungover morning. Mm. You can wake up, be like, oh, you know, I had so much weed loss, I'm not going to eat breakfast. Or even just wake up like, oh, I feel a bit funny, so I'm not just not going to eat breakfast. And more often than not, if that happens, you're just going to go back to sleep again. You're just going to stay in your bed all day. Yeah. Whereas actually, if you're like, oh, do you know what? Okay, mm. I'm not that hungry, I'm not really feeling it, but I'm going to have breakfast anyway. Then you've got out of bed. So yeah. you've already made that Tick first two step. things off. Yeah. And are you going to get back into bed after you've made your breakfast and washed up and everything? Possibly not. Your chances are going to be reduced. And you might think at that point, oh, I'm going to go out for a coffee with my friend yeah. or... Yeah, I'm just going to go f- go for a walk, go do some work. Mm. Automatically, then you've made yourself more productive just because you've decided to have breakfast. Yeah, that day. for sure. And also, like, just looking into it a bit more, it makes sense that when you do skip a bit meal, for example, breakfast, if you're hungover, your body not only is a little bit confused about all this alcohol that's currently in your system, the dehydration, your body doesn't know when the next meal is going to be, so it's going to go into starvation mode and hunger mode, and it will release a load of hormones that will just honestly leave you feeling a lot more groggy Mm. and yucky and you're just not doing yourself any favors so i think that's been a huge thing um especially as summer season approaches um to just keep in mind as well yeah for sure i mean as said you know your body you need to learn how to like have a good relationship with your body mm-hmm. internally and your bodily mm-hmm. systems. Mm-hmm. And I think that like skipping meals yeah. and particularly breakfast, it just really confuses the yeah. hell out of your body. Yeah. Um, mentally, you, I've done this and I'm sure you have too. Like mentally, you're going to be like, no, it's good because basically my chips replace my breakfast, like the calories or whatever, if you really want to deep it. But it, it isn't just about the calories that mm. are going into your body. It's also about your body's clock and what mm. it's doing and what it knows to and is expecting. So 
trust me, try and eradicate that thought from your brain. Being there, I've done that. And it honestly, from the point I'm in now where I don't even think about those things anymore, I am the most happy and obviously still have my bodily struggles with the day to day, but confident within myself. And people are like realizing they're like, oh my God, you're out more, you're doing all this stuff. And it's just because I'm like, I don't overthink every little thing I do anymore because life is way too short for that we have uni for three years i arrived in, in england like one and a half years ago and i have literally eight months left of university like how does that work yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah life is short uni life is short these are the our prime years yeah just see it and um yeah as said like there's no point there's no point in deeping it you don't want to look back and think like oh you know i didn't go out but you know at least Oh, I saved a, a meal a that meal, you probably yeah. ate in the evening anyway because you were so hungry. Exactly. Mm. It's not worth it. And also you're out, you're like moving around, dancing a lot, like being crazy. Yeah, so yeah. it's just not worth it. Ferality is not worth thought. <laughs> um, so to finish today's potty, we're going to talk about our three go-to staple student meals that right. are balanced. That are balanced. Gosh, I need to think about my like. I can say my first one if you want. Go to for it. I'll have a little think. Okay, so been there, done that, plugged it before. Gonna do it again. Iceland. Sorry, I, I, I don't know it's not the best, but I'm not out here shopping at Waitrose <laughs> at the moment. Um, the funds just don't really facilitate that. Three frozen fed fish items for ten pounds. That is salmon. You can get six fillets of salmon for ten pounds. That is prawns. That is sea bass. There's all these amazing things. Okay, so what I do is I normally buy two packets of prawns, one packet of salmon, two fillets of salmon, and a lot of prawns. I think that's one K, I think it's 500 grams of prawns. But anyway, so what I do is I make a pasta sauce, like a tomato pasta sauce with prawns, and then I can put that in pasta, and I can put that on top of, um, what else have I done with that before? Um, 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 I had to do like this kind of a stir fry so I can add some stir fried veggies into it and then add some like chopped up sweet potato, make it like a nachos moment. I don't know. I think having a staple sauce um, is really good. You could even like, I don't know, put it with some long grain rice and make it kind of like a curry number. It doesn't sound as appetizing as I'm making it sound, but um, the recipe is on my Instagram. It's actually really good to go to. And um, I don't really get sick of it. Yeah, but it's I'm, just like personalized. Like, add your pasta if you want. Add some sweet potato if you want. Add, um, oh, I don't know, but it's really good. You very much introduced me to the Iceland um, three for ten, so I have a lot <gasps> to thank you for. <laughs> That's um, such a comment. I agree, though. Like frozen, frozen meat. You you can't really be snobby. We don't really have the funds to be a supermarket snobby university. I agree. Um, my go-to is probably I do this like chicken ramen. Oh. I make yes. it so much and it's so easy. Literally just the noodles, chicken breast. I use chicken stock from Aldi, like in the cubes um, and broccoli and an egg if I have an egg. And sometimes mushroom. Do you? Oh yeah, sometimes mushrooms yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, just so easy. And also I, I, <laughs> I also make a lot of pasta. So mm. I'll, I'll make like a BLT pasta, bit of bacon, <laughs> lettuce, tomato, then pasta. <laughs> and then the sauce I interchange. Um, interchange just depending on what i have um and i also love having breakfast for dinner so i'll have like eggs bacon sausage with a yeah crumpet, my beans. friend does that with like peanut butter and date oats like, uh, for dinner yeah. 
another kind of t- weird, but it's just uni, I think. Another tip as well that like helps me really smash my protein and my intake at uni is just like after my meal. So my dinner will usually have like anywhere between fifty to sixty grams of protein, sometimes more. Um, yeah, that's insane. And after I'll have like a bowl because I have a massive sweet tooth. Like sweet things are my favorite things. So I'll just like get protein powder. I usually do like one or like one and a half scoops. Um, mix it with uh, coconut milk, yogurt, and then put like protein Yum. granola on top. And oh my God, it just slaps. It's like my comfort thing. And I know the Aldi one is good, but mm. I went through that huge tub of my protein granola. Like really? It's gone. I went through it in like a month. It was, I know it has dairy in it, which is not yeah. annoying. But oh, I might not have anything left, but maybe you can do a, like, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I just, I love granola. And like when it's high protein as well, it just, it just oh. takes all the bags in. Yeah. And also because it's from Aldi, just such an easy way to. The Aldi to, protein granola is good. I must give you that. Yeah. To do the protein on the cheap. Yeah. Um, I think another one for me is definitely being a newfound staple. Um, Orzo. Oh, it's quite high protein um, yeah. as we've discovered but recently i've just been meal prepping a huge like five portion um leek mushroom and pea orzo which is so yummy and then i just add whatever fish i have on the top so i can like air fry some salmon air fry some sea bass air fry some salt whatever i have in the fridge um freezer and it is so yummy and it's so easy like add some spinach as well like just spice up but you have that big staple your proteins fats carbs it's all there um that's really good and then recently my friend did a really yummy one because it's summer made it like a more pasta salad vibe so like literally got a tray of onion tomato pepper um some mushrooms and just um put them in the air fryer or you can put them in the oven and then added some mozzarella for your healthy fat oh fun Um, mix it in and then you can just add whatever protein you want so that was also a great idea and you keep that in the fridge instead of heating it up which you would do with the um like the also and stuff sometimes they even add prawns so it's just in there i don't have to worry about adding anything else that's so fun i like that so good i actually should put that recipe up i think just another tip as well is that when you go food shopping well firstly make sure you go food shopping like don't just kind of go to don't tesco every now go. and then it's just it's more expensive mm. and also you you don't add as nutrition things because mm. you go and buy like enough to make a pasta and then you're just you're yeah. wasting your money okay i'm trying to help you out i think like make yourself a little list separate it into like proteins carbs fats fun and also like your your nutrients as well like fun to get your journal out and do that for sure and also have just a little think about what recipes you can make like i always go into the shop with some recipes in the back of my Mm, mind so i i don't like overbuy yeah and but don't underbuy at the same time yeah my friend actually has like um she's like an athlete so she's quite good on what she eats but she has a sounds she's a recipe book and they're so outdated and taken for granted these days Mm. that you can get one pound wonders by jamie oliver and all these amazing like veggie vegan high protein whatever um things that are just so good to have take a picture of it go to the shop and go i'm gonna make this and this to it this week and kind of take off what you have i think um my last thing for like uni staff meals at the moment some sandwiches like so easy tuna these really yummy pickled onions from aldi mm. mix in a bowl mayo and just slap it onto sam like ugh, so yummy i have two but i have like the protein bagels yeah from 
uh, Aldi? The seeded ones. Yes, yeah, they're, they're really, really good. Nice. But also the protein thins um, from Aldi. I have like two of them. Yeah. It's so yummy. I had tuna mayo for lunch actually on a on a mm. roll. It was so yeah. good. They're so oh, yeah. It's, it's just, just such a great pizza it's bread so too. Easy pizza to breads make. are really good as well. Just shove them all in. Actually, we haven't. Yeah, I I go to Aldi and get yourself the tins of tins of tuna. Oh yeah, because they're so, they're tu- such good value. Oh yeah, but it's time to open them. Oh, I'm so lazy. I'm not lazy, but I just am really crap at opening. You're them. like little then, because they're literally packs in like with, uh, the, with the ring top, with the ring pull. Yeah, I bought um, I went to Iceland. It's like three for three, which is mm. or three fifty with the pool, mm. just because. Oh, in the morning, I normally make my food in the morning, and I don't really want to smell like tuna juice. Like yeah, like, I don't no, know. I do feel that. Um, yeah. So those are our staples. That was an awesomely long episode. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I really enjoyed it too. Get back into the swing of things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next week. Next week. Next week. I'm here. Oh, I'm here too. Next but, week. Um, I think. Yeah. I am here, but fashion show preparations. Oh, it's next Thursday. <gasps> how scary. Oh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Basically, there's also a lingerie walk. It's all for charity. Yeah. It's a fun university-like thing. Um, and it's optional. You don't have to do it. But everyone just says, like, it is very nerve-wracking. But when you're there, it's the most, like, empowering feeling in the whole world. Mm. And I really want to do something where I can look back and just, especially with how much chat we go on about our bodies and feeling good, I think it would be awesome um, to see that. And when I see other people do it, I'm just in awe of, like, their confidence. I don't even really look at their body. Mm. So I think that's a huge... Also, testament about people love you for you, not your body. Oh, I completely agree with that. I completely agree. Yeah. That's exciting. But we'll have you. We'll have to update you guys on that. Yeah, I might week. do a little reel. Oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. See have you next week. An awesome week. And please share with your friends. Bye. Bye.